Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish, as we celebrate Pentecost. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. Though the formal requirement for masking has been lifted, we invite you to make your own choice to continue masking or social distancing while we currently face an uptick of COVID cases again, both in the county as well as in our own parish community. Assisting us today as our lectors are Nathan Wallish and Mary Patsatinkas. Our altar servers are John Vallee and Christina Vallee. Our cantor is myself, Amanda Bruce, and our organist is Cynthia Plazik. Our celebrants are Father Peter, assisted by Deacon Frank. Let us all stand, if you are able, and join each other in singing our opening hymn, Come Holy Ghost, found in the blue hymnals in your pews at number 559. That's number 559. Brothers and sisters, welcome to the celebration of Pentecost Sunday. I welcome you to this solemn celebration of this solemnity, and I pray that the Holy Spirit will inspire each one of us to become better Christians, but most importantly, to become better people. Before we start these holy mysteries, let's acknowledge our sinfulness before our God and before one another. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. Let us pray. O God, who by the mystery of today's great feast sanctify your whole church in every people and nation. Pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth and with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, fill now once more the hearts of believers. 
we make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unit of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. 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 A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together, and suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now there were the devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. At this sound, they gathered in a large crowd, but they were confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded, and in amazement they asked, Are not all of these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each of us hear him in his native tongue? We are Parthenians, Medes, Elamites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. Yet we hear them speaking in our own tongues of the mighty acts of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of
with what you have done. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God, who produces all of them and everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, are one body, so also Christ. For in one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free peoples, and we were all given to drink of one spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Veni creator spiritus, mentes tuarum visitam, implesu per nagratia, que tu creasti pectora. Quidiceris palacletus, altissimi donum dei, fons vivus ignis caritas, et spiritalis uncio. Tu septi formis munere, digitus partenet extere, Turite promisum patris, sermone ditans cultura. Acende lumen sensibus, infunde amorem cordibus, infirma nostri corporis, Virtute mermilans perpeti, hostem repelas langius, pacem quedones dolitus, ductores uicte previo, vitemus omne noxium. Per te sciamus da patrem, nos cambus atque filium, te que utrisus que spiritum, credamus omni tempore. 
Deo Patris et Gloria, et Filio qui amor tuis, surexit ac paraclito, in seculorum secula. from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst, and he said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, once again, welcome to this celebration of the solemnity of Pentecost 2022. This is a big day in the church. It's the Holy Spirit that drives the church. If you wish, the Holy Spirit is the fuel that fuels the church from one millennium to the next. It's the Holy Spirit that fuels each one of us to be faithful to our baptismal promises 
and to journey faithfully along this pilgrimage in which we, the Pilgrim Church, are engaged as we journey back into God, as we journey to join our brothers and sisters that have already made it the triumphant church. So thank you for coming to celebrate this gift of the Holy Spirit that's being poured on each one of us and on us all as a family of faith. Dear brothers and sisters, when I was thinking about this Pentecost, I thought about only one idea that I wanted to share with every one of us. I know, dear brothers and sisters, that you know that the Holy Spirit pours many gifts on us. The gifts of the Holy Spirit. But I'm not focusing on those today. Instead, today, I want to focus on something that's being captured by the gospel and by the first reading. In the first reading, we heard that when the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles, then the people around were surprised and they asked, what's going on? Are not all these people Galileans? How come we each hear them in our own mother tongues, native tongues? How come? In other words, dear brothers and sisters, the dividing wall that was created by language barrier was torn apart was broken. That wall was broken. In the gospel, we heard the deacon read where the disciples were behind closed doors. When the doors were locked, in other words, this group of disciples was excluded from the rest of the world by the walls and the doors. In fact, they were hiding. They were hiding in that room, hiding for fear of the Jews that had killed Jesus. That, that part of the story is a continuation of the Easter stories. When Jesus was arrested and crucified, then the apostles were terrified. So they hid themselves for fear of the Jews, thinking that the Jews might come and arrest them as well. So they were behind closed doors and behind walls, excluding themselves from the rest of the world around them. But on Pentecost Day, despite the closed doors and the walls behind which this group of apostles was hiding, 
Jesus stood in their midst. In other words, the closed doors and the walls didn't mean anything to Jesus. It was as if there were no closed doors and there were no walls. In other words, this group of disciples was opened to the world and vice versa. The world was opened to this hiding group of disciples. The barrier created by the closed doors and by the walls was broken. The walls, as to where, were torn apart. The idea, therefore, dear brothers and sisters, that uh, I wanted to share with every one of us today as we celebrate Pentecost Sunday 2022 is the invitation for every one of us to live as if the barriers that separate us from our brothers and sisters were irrelevant. To live as if the walls and the doors behind which we tended to hide were non-existent. To live open to the world and to let the world be open to us. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the work that the Holy Spirit intends to accomplish within us and among us. That the dividing walls among us will disappear. Or rather, that we will live as if there were no dividing walls among us. Dividing walls of language, and this is very interesting when we speak of language. Dear brothers and sisters, who of you can speak my mother tongue? <laughs> who of you can speak my mother tongue, which is Luganda? My mother tongue is Luganda from central Uganda, spoken by the Baganda people, and I'm one of them. But who of you can speak my mother tongue? I bet, <laughs> I bet none. <laughs> But that barrier of my mother tongue should be considered as irrelevant when it comes to spreading the word of God and to proclaiming the gospel. That's why you can understand what I'm speaking to you. Eh? And I can understand what you speak to me even though we are from different language groups. The barriers of culture should not deter us 
from proclaiming the good news of the gospel. Again, I'm from a different culture than you. But that should not be a point. Instead, in fact, the difference between our cultures should be used to enrich our mission. The mission of proclaiming God's word. Using whatever talents, whatever resources we can drawn from our different cultures. Interestingly, this nation on a socio-political level is already doing that. The United States of America is, as people say, a melting pot for so many different cultures from all around the world. Which is why, partly, this country is very powerful. This country is powerful because of so many different cultures from around the world that have, as it were, melted here. And so the barriers between cultures are as if they were non-existent here. And so we have grown into a very powerful people, socially and politically speaking. That is where we should be headed as a community of faith. A community of faith ought to be, as to where, a melting pot for all cultures, for all languages, for all peoples. And then, from within that melting pot, new strength, new courage is drawn for the growth and development of the church. The reason, dear brothers and sisters, the disciples were hiding behind closed doors and behind walls was fear, fear of the Jews. In other words, fear too can be a barrier that prevents us from going out to proclaim the good news of the gospel. Fear. Fear for what people around me might say if I did this, which is contra-current, contrary to the, to the current. What people around me might say, fear, Fear that the people around me might think that I'm doing a little bit too much. Fear that people around me might think that I want to portray myself as the model of everyone around me. Fear of people thinking of me as trying to be 
the role model, the light, the, the candle, the burning candle for everyone. So fear that people might start judging me as, as self-righteous. Fear. That fear might deter me from doing what actually I ought to do. Fear. The disciples, because of fear, had hidden behind closed doors and behind walls, fearing to go and interact with the world around them. We want to pray that the good Lord, through this gift of the Holy Spirit, will dispel all the fear from us. Fear from our hearts, fear from our brains, fear of one another, fear of the environment around us, that then we will have the courage to go out and proclaim the good news. The other element, dear brothers and sisters, that acts as a deterrent, as a barrier in our endeavor to go out to reach out to people with the good message of the gospel is mistrust. Mistrust partly caused by ignorance, lack of enough knowledge. Mistrust at other times caused by prejudice, Prejudice, prejudice predicated on fear of the unknown, fear of the other, fear of the stranger. Prejudice. Because you don't know much about me, you may fear to speak to me. You may fear to approach me. You may not even know how to approach me because I do not know much about you, I may fear to approach you. And because of that lack of connection, then things like mistrust start to develop. You do not know exactly what I do every day. And I don't know what exactly you do every day. So you begin gradually to suspect A and B and C and D. Likewise, <laughs> I may start to suspect A and B and C and D against you. And gradually, over time, mistrust develops. 
but mistrust based basically on ignorance, on fear, and on uncertainty. As we celebrate Pentecost day to day, dear brothers and sisters, we pray that the mistrust among us, that wall, that barrier of mistrust will disappear. That trust will develop among us. And for trust to develop among us, we ought to be, like I said, open. We ought to be open to one another, open to the world. So that gradually we build that culture of trust based on truth and knowledge as opposed to mistrust which is based on ignorance and prejudice. Dear brothers and sisters, those are some of the ideas I heard when I thought about today's Pentecost celebration. That we pray through this wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit. That we truly be and truly become an open people, a people open to one another, a people open to the world, a people ultimately open to our God. As we continue these, as we continue these celebrations, let us ask that the good Lord will inspire each one of us with the Holy Spirit to fight strongly and courageously and bravely against all these barriers, these walls, these closed doors behind which we might be hiding. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for us salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate over the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He'll come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, 
who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Amen. God, our Father, we, your children, celebrating this gift of the Holy Spirit poured among us, present to you some of our needs, confident that you hear us. Our response this evening is, Risen Lord, hear our prayer. That the Spirit of God may descend upon the whole church, making us a sign of love for all, we pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to the war in the Ukraine, and for all who suffer from the wounds of war all over the world, we pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to gun violence, and for all who have been affected by the recent spat of shootings throughout the U.S., we pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For everyone celebrating a wedding, birthday, or a baptism in our parish this month, we pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For all those in our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth. In union with Pope Francis' intentions for June, we pray for Christian families around the world that they may embody and experience unconditional love and advance in holiness in their daily lives. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. And we pray for all those who have died in our parish community. May they be welcome into God's kingdom. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today Eric Briggs and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. And calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, for of grace the Lord is with you. Blessed, blessed are you among women, and blessed the, the fruit of your Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Our hymn during the preparation of the gifts can be found in your hymnal at number 902. O breathe on me, O breath of God. That's number 902. Thank you. 
Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that as promised by your Son, the Holy Spirit may reveal to us more abundantly the hidden mystery of the sacrifice and graciously lead us into all truth. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is true, right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For bringing your Paschal mystery to completion, you bestowed the Holy Spirit today on those you made your adopted children by uniting them to your only begotten Son. This same Spirit, as the Church came to birth, opened to all peoples the knowledge of God and brought together the many languages of the earth in profession of the one faith. Therefore, overcome with Paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the, power of the, by the power and the working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself 
so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts which you have brought, which we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the passing, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, the order of bishops, 
all the clergy and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There, we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unit of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. We now pray to the Father using the words our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For, For the, the kingdom, kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. We also have an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart, as though you have already come. I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. found in the hymnal at number 834, We Are Many Parts. That's number 834. Make us 
as one indeed, one the love that we share, one our hope and despair, one the cross that we Let us pray. O God, who bestow heavenly gifts upon your church, safeguard, we pray, the grace you have given that the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon her may retain all its force and that this spiritual food may gain her abundance of eternal redemption. We make this prayer through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unit of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Before we conclude, I would like to thank the choir, the mom and the daughter, for animating this uh, liturgical service. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Mass is ended. Go in peace. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. As we go forth filled with the Spirit, please join in singing hymn number 769, Go Make of All Disciples. That's number 769.